Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, Mike here on this Thursday, January 24th. Um, just wanted to uh, talk about a couple things uh, related topics. Um, first thing, um, I'm going to use, uh, use a recent article by uh, CTA Intelligence as an entry point for this topic. Uh, there's a recent article. Um, uh, posing the question of CTAs were facing an extinction event. Um, you know, it was a pretty bad um, 2018 in terms of performance across the board for a lot of us. Um, uh, this has, you know, not been, you know, the first year uh, that this has happened and it won't be the last. Um, I think this... Uh, um, you know, since the since the financial crisis, we've you know the trend followers and the whole industry has gotten the 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 reputation of just being or um, only being good for you know crisis alpha. You know, doing well when the other part of the portfolio, the stocks heavy portion of, of a portfolio, is doing poorly. Um, that is you know something that I don't. I didn't set out, you know, to create a a strategy that only does well when stocks do poorly. Um, and if it doesn't do that, then I failed. Um, I'm not I'm not here for that. Um, and I don't think a lot of other trend followers, um, you know, my mentors and you know other colleagues. And guys I've looked up to for a long time, um, it's not what they would say they were, they're in the business for either. I think we're all trying to, you know, create a, just a better portfolio, um, you know, top to bottom, um, you know, a replacement, if you will, for the traditional model, you know, the, either the stocks only, the stocks heavy, or the 60, 40, 80, 20, you know, whatever, um, the stocks and bonds real estate mix is going to be. Um, uh, you know, we, we try to, you know, just create a better, a better performing thing long-term, you know, year to year, quarter to quarter, even, you know, even in a, in a five-year window, uh, it could, it could be a lot worse. It could perform a lot worse than the traditional easy stuff, you know, um, than a simple index fund or or cash, right? Um, you know, some guys uh, can put in a you know uh, a four to five year negative period or very very low return, um, and someone can say, "Well, I've done you know I I, I can just put this in cash and and make make more. Why would I do this?" It's like you know, um, and, and I think it's harder to have these conversations when. I think people in general and the industry at large has such a short-term view in these things, you know, um, and how quickly they get over it, you know, because if we're talking about the quote-unquote extinction event for CTAs and trend followers because we didn't do well in 2018 when, especially when stocks fell so much in the fourth quarter, um, you know, oh my God, you know, stocks fell 14, 15% and uh, some other guys fell 5% or 4%, whatever it was. 
It's like, how come you guys weren't up? I thought you guys were crisis alpha. Um, if we continuously have this short-term look-back period, um, we're always going to be, one, probably pissed off because the returns are never going to be as good as we as we hope. And we're always going to be chasing um, chasing in and out of investments. So, you know, right now, if people are thinking that way, and uh, I think I saw last week that, you know, one of the biggest funds in the space lost $5 billion last year, you know, of, uh, you know, not in, uh, not in losses, but in just in uh, investor withdrawals. Uh, I've had some withdrawals, uh, as I expect to have during a, a very tough period for trend following. Um, but if we if we always have this view of what have you done what did you do last year what what, what did you do the last time um stocks did so poorly how come you didn't win um i i feel like this is always you know we're not going to get anywhere we're and we're always going to have these conversations we're always going to be um we're going to be, we're not going to work together. Uh, you know, investors are always going to be pissed. Um, managers are always going to be pissed at investors, um, because they keep, you know, uh, keep talking to them about what they've done recently. And if they haven't done well, then they suck and how they're going to leave and they can find something better and all that stuff. So the manager's under pressure of, you know, wanting to do well and wanting to grow and, you know, not lose clients are going to, you know, change their system around, or strategy around, and start to get new ideas, and things like that, that, you know, probably go against their core competency, um, and their, you know, their, their MO in general, and, um, and in effect, it, it creates the managers to go against their discipline, and, and change their strategies around, typically at the worst time, so what happens is they become full circle, they go, become just like investors, uh, say, uh, uninformed investors, you know, they start chasing things. So the investors are chasing the manager returns, the managers are chasing investor psychology, and you don't really get optimal performance in the long run, uh, I don't think. I haven't, you know, I've been doing this eight years and, um, you know, haven't been through a whole lot of different market cycles and things, so... um, but this seems to be what's happening uh, from from my from my chair, and what seems to hurt a lot of returns, people's returns um, over the long run. So, yeah, okay, we did poorly last year. So what? You know, this is our, you know, maybe our version of our, you know, our Great Recession. I've said that many times. Um, I think that's, you know, trend following's version of a Great Recession where. Um, there just hasn't been a lot of moves. There's been moves, uh, you know, for a short while, then they stop and they go the other way and then they reverse and it looks like they're going to go that way and then they come back. And, you know, it's just been a whole very, you know, uh, widespread uh, whipsaw type environment, not just over one or two asset classes, but but a lot, like almost all of them instead uh, instead of stocks. But then, you know, stocks recently, you know, had a major whipsaw, so... Um, uh, I feel that, uh, you know, this is our period for massive pain, you know, 
and you know start to finish you know let's say five ten years you know there's there's some guys that are still you know producing gains over that period even though it's been a terrible terrible period um you know some guys are down sure but uh you know it's not they're not down uh not down uh, amounts where you're, you know, looking to, uh, you know, jump out the window or something like that. No, it's, um, you know, losses have been modest and definitely recoverable. Now, now, what were the buy and holders, you know, stock heavy uh, investors doing in 08? You know, 08 and 09. And before that, 2000, 2002 and 3. And before that, in the... Uh, Maybe early '90s, and then the '80s, and the '70s, '60s. You know, of course, you know, on average, there's been a there's been a a forty percent decline every decade. Um, you know, and you look at every five year period, it's been probably a little less. But there's, you know, looking back, um, the buy and holders, you know, the easy indexers, have been in their um, in their tough spots. Now, what what were they doing? What articles were written about them? Um, and really, when you size it all up and look back at, you know, look at the whole performance uh, landscape, you know, over a long period of time, you know, who, who's ahead? You know, is it the, is it the indexes that do 8% with, uh, depending how far you look back, 50 to 60, something in, you know, NASDAQ cases in, uh, in the post... Uh, dot com bubble lost you know eighty percent um you know is that the path you want to take or do you want to take a different path with some other um some other more trend followers who are you know in my view doing it better you know and I think it's simple math you know I know it varies from fund to fund but I encourage you to to go do your homework here and go look at those risk adjusted returns you know what's the path that they take if they're making eight percent are they taking eighty percent fifty to eighty percent drawdowns or are they doing it with half that? Or are they doing it with a quarter of that? Or a third? You know, go. I'm not going to reveal it here, but I I encourage you to go look look it up. And that's what we're trying to do long term. We're we're really just trying to create a more profitable, smoother ride for investors over the long run. Uh, year to year, I, no idea. It doesn't even make sense to talk about it. Um, forget about day to day or week to week. Like with most people are trying to, you know, Hey, how are we doing today? Hey, how, how are we doing with this recent thing? You know, uh, after Trump said this, what, what are we doing? What's our positions? How, how, how are we performing post that? Like, you know, th- that's the, the, the shorter time for you take, um, you know, you look at the, the more random it's going to be. And it's just very dangerous. I feel to constantly look in those very short-term windows. And I'm going to say a year is short-term too. I know for tax purposes, it's technically long-term. But in investing, it's, it's, very, it's, it's short-term. It's, um, I know it's a lot of days, a lot of hours, um, you know, piled up. And, you know, it, it can really affect your psyche because, you know, a year in your life, you know, is probably over 1% of your life. But um, but in the markets, like these things are perpetual. These things are you know cosmic, and one year in the markets is is nothing. So um, you know, in some degree, we're trying to you know make money every year and you know do well all the time type thing. But 
uh, we have to understand that we're going to have, you know, if we purposely design, uh, like in my case, and, uh, you know, some other guys um, will purposely design their, their strategies to not fit any specific theme or thing that they, that we think is going to happen. Now, I think commodities are going to do well, so I'm going to overload commodities and only take long trades. Uh, no, that's not what we'll do. Um, that would be curfitting, and you know we're not trying to do that. We're we're trying to just like, hey, if we have, you know, how does this thing do generally over over long periods of time, ten plus, twenty plus years, um, and what kind of what kind of um, ups and downs can we come to expect in the meantime, uh, you know, within those periods, um, and you know. We fully expect we're going to have periods like this, where it could just be five, ten years, where just nothing happens, or we get teased in that in that period, where oh, looks like things are we're coming out of this nasty drawdown, but no, 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 right back into it. Yeah, you know, not ready yet. Uh, trends aren't ready yet. Um, and it, it's the same thing that happens with you know the buy and holders in the stock uh, the stock world. Um, you look back; they have you know 200, 300 years plus of of um, of index data, uh, you know Dow Jones and stuff like that, um, and you know they're perfectly fine with 80 to 90 percent drawdowns in there, or 20 20 year periods where it does nothing. Like, but somehow we get scolded now um, when we have a bad year and when we didn't do well in the fourth quarter when stocks went down and we didn't go up. Like that, that doesn't make any sense to me. That like the, like the standards are are, are 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 nowhere near close. They're not even we're not even being measured on the same um, on the same playing field. So, you know, that's how I'd encourage you if you if you're I imagine your stock investor, you know, buy and hold type guy or girl, and you know. You have enough data now to know what to expect. You can expect uh, a decent return over time, but you're going to take some pain. Okay, you can expect the same thing with us, but what we're trying to do is trying to do a little better. We're not trying to we're trying we're not trying to lose eighty percent to make eight over the long run. You know, if we're trying to make eight, we're going to try to lose, you know, thirty. You know, something like that. That's what we're trying to do. And we do that by, you know, and we go into it on a, on a, um, you know, that's something we'll talk about another time. But um, that's what we're trying to do. And, you know, I can tell you if, if you're an investor, if you're a fund manager, and you're only out, um, this sounds odd to say, if you're only out for money all the time, you're dead. You're not going to win. You're going to be miserable. And when the times do get tough, you're going to quit. And you're going to go on to the next thing and you're going to repeat the cycle over again, right? You're going to go to crypto and you're going to go to Silicon Valley. You're going to go to this new thing. You're going to go to AI, whatever. There's always going to be something new to try. And there's always going to be something new with a buzz because people get bored and people want to, you know, do some new things. Cool. But in this business, in any business, there's ups and downs. And I think... You need to love losing. You need to like actually embrace it and welcome it. You need to embrace, you know, in my case, I actually have a weird 
like fetish love when people say they want their money back. They want to fire me. And like, I understand. I understand. You're not going to have the patience um, that maybe you thought you were in the beginning or you thought you were going to have when we were doing well. Um, but in recent years, haven't done well. And people are not going to stand for it. Um, and that, that's fine with me. Um, but I, all, I also love when people quit on me. Uh, people, you know, did it when, they were, when I was younger in baseball. I wasn't always, you know, the top player. Didn't always make the first team. Wasn't the start of the first day. All that stuff. Um, but as my mom always says, the cream rises to the top. You just stick with it. You keep working hard. You have to embrace process, like you are a on such a mission. You you are possessed in a way by process, um, and you have to just welcome losses, like smile them right in the face, and just keep churning, just keep coming. You know, um, you you take bullets and you just keep you just keep. In stride, you do not slow down, and that's what it takes to win in any business, especially this one, because you can see your up and downs day to day, your P and L day to day, um, and you know the fluctuations really get to people. And uh, I understand all that, but uh, I think if you want to do well, you got to embrace this. You got to embrace the path that um, that you're going to be on. And investing, like things are going to flow in and out of style, there's going to be trends for periods, there's going to be non-trends for periods, or sometimes where it feels like you're almost stealing money because you're not doing any work and you're just making all this money, riding all these trends, and other times where you're doing all this work, and no matter how much work and smart things you do and try to come up with and all that, you can't make a dime, and that's just life, and that's, you know, it's not fair that way, um, but... That's that's what we have to embrace here, um, not the short-term stuff. If you're in it for short-term and winning all the time and, um, and that whole game, you know, best of luck to you, but you're not going to win, and um, uh, I'm not going to feel sorry for you either when you inevitably bow out. Um, the being, being a manager, being an investor... Being an entrepreneur, you know, a, a world-class athlete or whatever, it has to be like in your bones. If you are in it for money, you are dead. And I know in investing, money is the ultimate, you know, product like the wins and losses. But you have to have a huge long-term perspective with this stuff. You know, same thing in entrepreneurship. It's all the rage in the last ten years. Great. There's a lot of there's a lot of phony entrepreneurs out there that are that are just chasing. Um, chasing the recent, the recent buzz, you know, creating companies to raise money, not necessarily creating companies to do the right thing, to make money for their, um, you know, their investors and make good products for their customers and be a good boss and leader for their employees, things like that. You know, now, now we have something different going on and all these players are going to lose when the economy turns and, you know, the, the, the environment uh, dries up with new rounds of funding, these, these people are all dead. And the same thing is going to happen with maybe, you know, some of the recent, uh, recent funds and recent investors who have, um, you know, just been chasing this stock, uh, that stock, you know, it's always been happening, you know, but we think we saw it with crypto, you know, 
yeah, there's not there's not many like diehard blockchain people. They're just in it for money, you know, and that's fine. That's people, but there's a few people who are going to stick through the absolute worst time, you know, the worst time you could do it, um, and that's how I feel I am right now, um, and I have been like. People ask me, oh, man, you're going to, like, quit this thing? Like, if I was going to quit, I'd quit already. I would have been gone years ago. I mean, I started trading with no money. Um, you know, very, very, very little money. And I think my fees my first year were under $8,000. You know, so if I was going to quit, I would have quit already. Um, now it's, it's, we're in a different game. It's just been, you know, a tough environment as far as markets goes. Like, this isn't an environment to quit. This is, you have to embrace this. This is part of the deal. And sure, you hope it doesn't come on your watch, but it probably is. You're probably going to get a period like this on your watch while you're alive. Um, hopefully you get lucky where you get a 10-year period where you don't have to do much. and just, you know, make a bunch of money. But uh, until then, you, you, need to, you need to, you know, sit through this stuff. Um, so, you know, I don't like articles that, you know, bash... Uh, performance of any investment, uh, but especially one that's related to me um, in any specific quarter or year. It's just too short of a time period. And um, that's uh, all I have to say about it. Uh, all right, so I think it went a little long today, but um, we'll get back at it uh, next time and uh, talk about some different stuff. All right, talk to you guys later.